Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The weather forecast for the first week of January appears uneventful. However, this may change starting this weekend and into early next week. Rod Donovan, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, says primarily dry and breezy conditions will dominate the forecast this week. He says they are watching a system that may come through the Midwest early next week. Then we do get a little more active as we go into the weekend and especially into early next week. So we do have a couple systems that we're monitoring that could bring some potential wintry weather to Iowa and certainly parts of the Midwest during that time period. Donovan says the track of these storms is yet to be determined. But uh, at least this weekend looks in the form of potentially some light snow. And as we go into early next week, it's a little more powerful system that's going to be bringing some significant precipitation, at least somewhere across the region. If that gets up into Iowa, it certainly could be uh, moderate to even greater amounts of snow with that. Right now, the most favored locations with that would certainly be uh, across more of the southeast parts, so we'll monitor the exact track of that. Donovan adds, we are coming off a December rated as one of the top 10 warmest of all times across most of the state. Specifically, Des Moines is rated in the top four warmest on record, dating back to the 1850s. Donovan says the rain event this past month kept the state from being one of the driest months on record. He says there was not much snowfall across the state in December. State climatologist Dr. Justin Glisson says that 2023 ended with an average temperature of 2 degrees above normal, which ranks as one of the top 20 warmest years in Iowa on record. Glisson said this correlates with the drought expansion, especially in the eastern and southern regions of the state. We typically have warmer conditions when we don't see a lot of thunderstorms. No cloud cover, no precipitation. We get warmer temperatures. Glisson said the state received about 27 inches, about 9 inches below average. Glisson says southwest Iowa came in at about 82% of normal or six inches below average. So not extremely dry, but you couple this year, which will be in the top 25 driest years with the last three years, that's where you see 182 weeks uh, at the end of 2023 of at least D1 drought somewhere in the state. So we've uh, been on a a, a dry set of years. Dr. Glisson says hopefully the pendulum will swing back to near normal or wetter conditions in 2024. The Cass County Board of Supervisors held their organizational meeting this morning and re-elected Steve Beyer as board chairman and Mark O'Brien as vice chair. The board then discussed and approved holding their meetings on the first and third Tuesdays of the month at 9 a.m. unless another meeting needs to be scheduled. Mark O'Brien made the suggestion... I brought this up last year, if you remember, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, also, and that was kind of my driving force to bring it up again this year, was um, it seems like sometimes we just scramble to put things on the agenda to even have a meeting that some of the stuff could wait a week and so on and so forth. The board named the Atlantic News-Telegraph, Anita Tribune, and Grizzled American as the official county newspapers. They set the mileage reimbursement rate at 50 cents per mile for employees and 67 cents per mile for sheriff civil processing. The board set the medical examiner fees, approved Dennis Vogel as weed commissioner, and approved a number of committee appointments. In other news, zoning commissioner Mike Kennan spoke to the board about issues with junk properties. We do have the same issues continue with problems with junk or salvage properties in the county. 
One specific property that was mentioned is on Yankton Road where the landowner is storing junk vehicles and other items and there are times that these items end up in the right of way or on an adjacent property. The supervisors agreed this is a problem that needs to be pursued and the ordinance needs more defined and better enforced. Kennan said he's going to get some things written up to bring back to the board. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors re-elected Mike Olson as the board chairman and Charla Schmid vice chairman during the organizational meeting this morning. The supervisors approved the Red Oak Express as the official newspaper and set December 26th as a holiday on the 2024 holiday calendar. The supervisors also ran down the list of the 17 different committee assignments and most, if not all, remained the same. The board approved the areas of interest for attendance only non-voting members, including Montgomery County Memorial Hospital, Red Oak Chamber and Industry, Montgomery County Conservation Board, Public Health, and Nishna Productions. During the regular business meeting, the supervisors approved a first-time resolution for a bridge embargo per Iowa Code. Supervisors Chairman Mike Olson says they have never had a resolution covering weight limits on county bridges. Through Sheriff Spinagle earlier this fall, he said that they can go out and talk to these people crossing these bridges, but there's nothing legally they can do because we have not passed a resolution covering those bridges. Olson says every bridge in Montgomery County is legally embargoed, whether 40 tons or below. He says they did that about the law that allows loggers to scale 130,000 pounds on county roads. This just gives the county the right to bring charges if somebody were to go through a bridge or damage a bridge and we have video evidence that they were crossing the bridge with uh, a cart or a semi loaded. We actually have something that, that our county attorneys can prosecute with. That will cover off-road like a cart, heavy wagon. I would imagine it would, yes. In other business, the supervisors approved a mileage rate of 67 cents per mile and approved the ICAP invoice. J.D. Keister was appointed chairman of the Guthrie County Board of Supervisors during their meeting this morning. The vice chairman position was appointed to Maggie Armstrong. The board approved the official county newspaper as the Stewart Herald. The board also approved annual committee appointments with many representatives remaining unchanged. County paid holidays for 2024 include Memorial Day, Independence Day, Labor Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, the Friday following Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Day. These dates were approved as well as regular meeting time set on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and additional meetings on Thursdays at 9 a.m. through March. The board also heard from IT Director Brian Hoffman, who presented on the Public Health Door System. This is a cloud-based door system that has a lifespan of 10 years, and that was approved. HTS Ag in Harlan, a precision agriculture technology dealer, announced today its purchase to longtime employee and current general manager Adam Gittens. Adam Gittens started his career in college with Ag Leader Technology headquartered in Ames, assisting and troubleshooting Ag Leader customers with their precision agriculture equipment. After graduation from Iowa State University, Adam moved back home to Neola to his family farm. Still wanting to stay connected to the exciting and growing industry of precision agriculture, Adam joined HTS Ag as a technician and salesman. After expanding the territory covered by HTS Ag and adding more vendors, he grew into sales manager and then general manager of HTS Ag. Adam will assume the role of president of HTS Ag and continue to manage the day-to-day -day operations of the company, as well as setting strategic direction. More news online at westerniowatoday.com.
I'm Eddie Billings with KSOM and KS95 News.